Bonjour, bonsoir et bienvenue dans le rendez-vous. I'm Simon and tonight I have the one and only, the fabulous, the very smart, a lawyer, a matrimonial expert, love expert and a beautiful woman, Vicky Ziegler. Bonjour. Hello, Simon. Bonjour. Vicky, I just, I gotta ask you this. You smell amazing. And so what <laughs> is the secret of this, this sensual and wonderful smell or perfume? What are you wearing? Oh, I'm so happy that you have a good nose. Um, I have to tell you, I created this hair perfume and body fragrance. So basically, it's something that you put on your hair once a day. So mm -hmm. I don't like to wash my hair every day. And when I go to the gym, I spray it in my hair and I spray it all over my body, my arms, my legs. And it's called Lavish by Vicky Ziegler. Lavish by Vicky Ziegler. So and where can we find it? Just online or how can and, and anyone oh. can buy it? Yeah, you can go on my website, VickiZiegler.com, or Lavish by VickiZiegler.com. We have a day fragrance that's fresh and an evening sexy fragrance, which I know all of your ladies will be enjoying. Ooh, la, 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 Vicky. Uh, <laughs> smell good all day. That's my you motto. You smell good, you look good, and you sound good. There you yeah, go. Your, your husband is a lucky man. I'm a bit jealous. I'm a Thank bit you. jealous. He Please knows tell it. him. Yeah, Simon Marcel said, <laughs> you are lucky and fortunate to be married to me. Uh, talking about marriage and choosing our partners, uh, I want to I wanna ask you this question. I want to know if you think, Vicky, that we can choose who we fall in love with. We're going to answer that when we come back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon, Vicky is with me, and Vicky Ziegler is the one and only the divorce expert and a matrimonial lawyer. So if you have a problem, like you said, Houston, you have a problem. Well, this time I said, Vicky, we have a problem. Go to her and she will help you uh, in that situation if you have to get divorced or tough breakup. Anyway, before all that happens in life, you have to decide yes or no if, who, and how you fall in love with the person. Vicky, do you believe uh, that you can choose who you fall in love with? Oh, if it were that easy, Simon, you would have been married for 25 years already. No, I don't <laughs> think you can. <laughs> I don't think you can. I mean, listen, uh, hi, I'm looking at you now and I want to fall in love with you. But you may not have those <laughs> qualities that I'm looking for. I mean, no, I don't think you can. I think it's organic. I think there is some, chem you know, there's a lot of chemistry that happens with people. But some people are just attracted to looks and body type. And some people are attracted to intellect and brains and, and you know, athleticism. So I think there's all these different things and you don't know what you like until you really get to know somebody. So it's true, but I believe that if you have picked the wrong guys or the wrong women, if you pick her as broken, and listeners have called in this show and said, you know, Simon, I just, I don't understand uh, why I picked the same kind of guy. And I said at one point, and I did that too in therapy, at one point, you got to realize why you're attracted to the wrong person, Vicky. And mm -hmm. that comes with therapy work with a shrink. Uh, or somebody who can help you, but I would say a, a professional, because then you can really go for the better. I don't date, Vicky, the same women in my 40s and in my 30s, where mm -hmm. probably in my 30s I was dating maybe younger women uh, that I thought maybe my insecurity and their insecurity was a great team. Now in my 40s I'm a bit less insecure. I like to be with secure women. So maybe I would argue with you, one can change who he falls in love with if he works or she works on herself. But do you have control? That was the that was the question. Can yes, you control? You Why? You do because with a good shrink, you will eliminate, you will clean the past which controls your mind. 
Our minds is controlled by emotions from the past, from childhood, from different things. Once you pick her is not right on. I think if you go to a good shrink, my sister is one in Paris, you really learn why. And once you've learned the why, you control who you're going to be falling in love with. It's not that you go online and say, oh, this person. But you can read the red flags. You can avoid the toxic people. That's why right. I think you can control okay, it. Okay, listen, because you did the work. You did, did the work. How many yes. people don't do the work? I think 99% of the people do not do the work. Uh, that's because my mom always said, when you have a problem, go see your shrink. <laughs> and and, and, <laughs> and I did. <laughs> when, when we come back, I want to talk with you, Vicky, about love at first sight. Is that a real thing? Yes or no? Stay with me. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Vicky, my parents had a love at first sight moment. Uh, it was not did controlled. They? It was not, I love it. They, they did. My father, Robert, saw my mother, Elizabeth, uh, at a tennis tournament organized by my grandfather, Marcel, back in Paris. And we're talking in the 60s, so a long time ago. And my father said, when he saw my mother, Elizabeth, and her beautiful blue eyes and her hair blonde, he said, I, I, I was struck. That was it. He said, at, at this moment, I knew in my heart that... I wanted to marry her one day, and I did everything I could since and make her happy since. So my mom said the same thing to me about my father, Robert. Do you think, and maybe it has happened to you or not, do you believe in love at first sight, Vicky? I do. I do. And I think if oh, you, you ask my husband, yeah, I do. I do. Absolutely. And I think if you asked my husband, he would say that the minute he saw me, he fell in love with me. He didn't think he would marry me, but he thought... He knew that he had these strong feelings, and I, all I said was hello. So I do believe if you see somebody, there's some aura, there's some attraction, kind of this magnetism that occurs that mm -hmm. could be so bombastic, that can be so exciting. Um, and I think if people are lucky to have that uniquely at the same time, I think it's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. So, you know, and I, you, can't, you can't recreate it. It's something that happens organically. Absolutely. And I would add to this that when you have love at first sight or lightning strike you, you don't feel in lust, you feel in love. It's not about making love. It's about being together all the time. And I understand your husband wanted to uh, fall in love with you right away because I did too, Vicky. I know you're married. <laughs> but once you enter the studio, I had a love at, at, at first sight moment. But because you married, I'll restrain. Uh, we, oh, we'll be right so back. Sweet. It's true. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon, and I have the privilege to be hosting with Vicky Ziegler tonight. I have a question, Vicky. We, we're talking together about love at first sight. We both believe in it. But sometimes love grows slowly, and the physical attraction uh, can grow slowly. I believe that. I believe that sometimes uh, personalities, uh, character, kindness, attention, romance, and, and really really the expectation from each other to do the same thing in life can grow a great relationship. But do you believe, as a woman, Vicky, that physical attraction can grow in a relationship for you as a woman and for the women that have talked to you? I think it can happen. It takes a lot of work. And I think it bears from a friendship. Somebody, you know, they always say one person likes the other one when you're friends and the other one is sexually attracted. I think that's mm -hmm. really when it happens most of the time. And it's some when you, it's like a fine wine. You get to taste it. You, you don't love it that much. It's a little bitter. And then as time goes on, it gets better and better and tastes fantastic. I think you can, but you really have to work on it and look through, you know, the physical attributes that mm -hmm. perhaps aren't so attractive to you. So 
it definitely can happen. I just think if you're not physically attracted at the beginning, that's what I hear most couples that are divorcing complain about, that the uh-huh. intimacy goes, one person doesn't, you know, gains weight, they're not working on their body type any longer, um, and they're not as attracted. Yes. And then once that goes, it's very hard to repair. So, you know, I think people have to work at that if it's not at the forefront of, of their connection um, and just be careful and mindful about it. I agree totally, and my father said to me the secret of being married for 52 years to your wonderful mother Elizabeth. He said, I never take her for granted. I charm her. I charm her again. I charm her always, and that's why we're still married like the first day. And that's my secret for being married for so long. Saying It's a daily work. Uh, you're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky tonight. We're talking about can attraction grow and I've got Omar on the line. I want to know what he thinks. Omar, welcome to The Rendezvous. Bonjour. Hello. How you doing, Simon? I saw you uh, on television the other day. I love the show. And, um... Thank In bed with Simon. Thank, thank you for that. Yes, and we got Vicky in the house with us. Hello, Vicky. How you doing? Hi, Omar. How you doing? Fantastic. I'm doing so, great. I'm doing great. Omar, what do you think? Can attraction grow, uh, you know, little by little? Yeah, I mean, I, I witnessed it personally because that's, that's how... I got to know my wife, you know, initially when I met my wife, I met her with another, with another friend of hers at a party and I was attracted to her friend initially. Really? I was, yeah, I was drawn towards her initially. And then, um, you know, we, we stayed friends. And then as time went along, like I realized I was more attracted to my now wife than I was to her friend that I met initially. And now, you know, we're married and I'm totally madly in love with her. Yeah. But, I, but I mean, Omar, I'm a dude, you're a dude. Um, let's not ignore that men are very visual, women are very emotional. So, Omar, what do you think? I mean, and I love your story, but how do you explain that? I mean, does this has happened to you in your past love life? Yeah, I wouldn't say that it's never happened before. I, I, I agree with you. I think the sight, that's it. I mean, we're very visual. Initially, yeah. that's what we see is the visual thing. We don't know the person yet. You know, that's kind of like how it was with my, I don't want to say that, all, you know, my wife's beautiful, but I mean, that's, a, you know, initially it's like, that's who you're drawn to, who you think is visually nicer. Vicky, no, no, I, I appreciate that. Vicky, what, what's your insight? What's your intuition when you hear a story like this? Do you think, you know, he's telling us a story that is 50% true or 100% true? How do you feel about this? <laughs> Let me, yeah. My, my Omar, there. I'm, I'm going to hook you up to a lie detector test and I'm going to ask okay. you, so what changed? It was just uh, once I got to know her and was talking to her and found out about her life and her likes or dislikes and just kind of her general attitude, you know, I just I felt like, wow, this is a person that I'm really connected to, you know, so that's it was just over time that once I got to know, you know, because it didn't take I mean, it was like maybe the second, third time I realized like, oh, wow, I really I really like, you know, her name's Isabella. I really like Isabella better than, you know, than they're really yeah. more attracted to her than her friends, you know, so. Right. So, you know what? Listen, you were open to give her another opportunity. A lot of people would have shut it down in the beginning, the first date, second date. And you know what? You were open to try to figure out, you know, there's something here and I'm not sure. I know that, you know, for me, 
that doesn't work. I know immediately, and I think as a female with intuition, and Simon and I have discussed this before um, on other shows, it's kind of like, I, I know this is not going to work, so let me pass you on to a friend. So I'm glad that you gave her an opportunity. Obviously, you're happily married, and you know, you're sticking with it, and she obviously knew she was obviously interested in you probably right away. So look, I think, Simon, I think he's telling the truth. He seems sincere, um, and he probably would pass the lie detector test. Well, Omar, congratulations, because Vicky Ziegler does not give any breaks to me or anyone that, you know, she talks to. So the fact that she thinks you, you've said the truth, I believe. I believed it before, but I just made sure with, with, uh, with Vicky that you are. So, well, congrats on this story, by the way. Romance is also that romance can go slowly, can grow fast. And I'm glad you took a chance and you guys are married. So congratulations and, and thanks for Thank calling you. the rendezvous. Yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. We'll be right back with Simon and Vicky. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Uh, We're talking about love at first sight. We're talking about can you control uh, who you love. Vicky, I have a key question for you. You're a wonderful lawyer, but you're first and foremost an extraordinary woman. So as a woman, how long does it take to know for you if you're interested in someone you meet for the first time? I think as a female, it happens automatically. I think I can pretty much tell Mm. you I like you, I don't. And I think for all the women that I've represented, for the friends that I have, everyone around me pretty Mm -hmm. much has their intuition and that moral compass intact to say, listen, this person's right or wrong. I'm attracted. I'm not attracted. I don't think we can sleep together. Uh, Maybe there's a possibility. So I think that it could happen very quickly. And I think that, you know, you have to trust what you're thinking and what you're feeling from the outset. But when it comes to the male side of things, I'm not so sure. What's your take on it? Well, we we all do what we can because we don't have this magic tool, the female intuition, this magic tool that I'm so jealous of, this compass you just mentioned, Vicky, which every woman have. If a woman listens to intuition, she's 100% right all the time. When she doesn't listen, of course, things go south. Uh, in mm-hmm. relationships especially, right? So us guys have an instinct, a compass, but, you know, we do what we can. I don't rely only on the physical attraction anymore because, it, like we said, it's about being interested in somebody. At least it takes me two or three dinners because, Vicky, my eyes will see you. You enter the studio. You're so good looking. So, of course, I'm interested. I see you. The visual impact is huge. And then I want to get to know you. And in my 30s, I would have not you know, spoken like this. In my 40s, my red flags, my green flags, you know, are all over the place. So it takes me at least a month now to decide if I want to go out with somebody, if I'm really interested. I just don't trust my brown eyes only. That's, that tool has betrayed me too many times. And so <laughs> I'm going with my, my, maybe my brain or my common sense and, and my experience. So that's the difference. You, you're listening to uh, The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky Ziegler. Vicky, I have a, a question as, as a woman. Um, let's say if the person you were on a date with wasn't interested in you, would you rather they tell you up front they're not interested or you'd rather wait for a phone call? How do you think a, a bad date or a date not going well should end? Listen, we're getting older. I need, You know what? Everyone needs to know where they stand and what's going on. So I think there's ways to end a date and to give somebody the cue to say, listen, I'd love to take you out again. Or, you know what? You're really nice. I have this great guy I'd love to, you know, or, uh, you know, I'd love to introduce you to this other woman or another friend of mine. I think you guys would be better suited. Wait a minute. But what if, so the person says why? So let's say, so I'm going to play the part. So let's say I'm on a date um, Mm -hmm. and you're not interested in me. And you and it's the end of the dinner, 
And I'm going to say to you, uh, Vicky, um, I'm looking forward. Let's go to, uh, let's go see a play together or let's go, get, let's, let's go out soon again. What would you answer to me? Simon, you know, you are really fantastic. I really enjoyed our time together. I learned so much about you. I really think you'd be better suited with my friend. She has the same goals and hobbies and kind of a better outlook on life than I do for you. And I would mm -hmm. love to introduce you to her. So by self-deprecating myself and making you believe that I respect you enough that I want to introduce you to my other friend, to me, is a nice way to say not interested. You just kill me, Vicky, so I, I cannot disagree <laughs> with you more. My advice as a guy is wait, <laughs> texting later, because that would destroy my ego. And, and we're going to take you phone calls. Yeah, it's, it's okay, Vicky. I still love you. Wow. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, we're going to take your calls and, and your opinions on whether you should tell at the end of the date to go or not. 855-905-8255. Uh, it's The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. Call us. Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. We are talking about what to do on a first date if, by bad luck, uh, you don't like the person you are on a date with, or maybe she or he doesn't like you. Um, there's two schools of thought, really. There's a school that says, you know, you should say, you know, I like you. And like Vicky said earlier, you know, she would say, you know, I bet maybe you're not for me or this or that. I'll introduce you to my girlfriend, which really, you know, broke my ego in a minute. The idea of that. My school would be very different. My school said, don't say anything on the first date face to face because on, on on the text or on the phone, you could say, listen, I'm not, you know, in, in a relationship spirit. And you save the ego of the person you had a date with. So this is a call in show. You can always call us at 855 905 8255, like Lauren just did. Lauren, bonjour. Welcome to the rendezvous. Bonjour. I, I believe that um, you should just be up front, tell them the truth. See, drop it like it's hot, Simon, right? Eye to eye, face to Vic, face. Let the listen, eyes cry. Can you spare a French dude? Egos, please, <laughs> both of you. No. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. I think it's very rude if we don't have to, to crush anybody's ego. It's cruel and it's rude. I would not do it, I've never do it in my life to a woman. And I think there is a time and place for this. What's this with face-to-face? -face? It's not like breaking up. So let's let's reverse this. I'm going to go with Lauren. So Lauren, let's say we go on a date and you really like me and I'm not into you, okay? Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I don't say anything about the next time and we're about, you know, I pay the check and we're about, and you say to me, hey, Simon, uh, when are we going to see each other again? I would say, you know, let me, let me, let me think about it. Uh, a lot of things to going on with work and I'll get back to you, okay? I don't say yes or no. Why? Because I don't want to ruin your evening and I'd rather you have the time to slowly understand by a little time that I'm not into you, but I do not recommend or want anybody's egos to get crushed. And Vicky, you're one realist tough cookie, but Lauren, you're in the same school that I think is great to be honest, but at the right time. So I disagree with both of you on this one. I just think that it's it's cruel. Okay, that's fine. But listen, it's easier to not do it in person and do it on the phone or via email or text. Trust me, it's not easy to hurt somebody's feelings. I just think people need to know. You also don't want to waste their time. People are busy. And you know what? Especially women, their clocks are ticking. They need to know. They can't be oh, investing please. in somebody. What? You can wait a day or two. Vicky, you can wait a day or two. It's fine. I would <laughs> I would relate out to you. Come on. That's about I win this argument. Lauren, can I can I get the credit for this one? <laughs> oh gosh. You're a tough one to come back, but yeah, I think so. Like, I feel for you, you know, when you explain that out. Thank I you. I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings. Thank you. Please give a French dude a break. <laughs> thank, you, thank you so much, Lauren, for, for calling the rendezvous. We'll be right back with Simon and Vicky.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous. You're listening to Simon and Vicky. We're talking about should we or should we not at the end of the first date, should I stay or should I go? Should I have another dinner? Or as Vicky said, listen, you're great, but I'm introduce you to my girlfriend, <laughs> which just sitting in front of Vicky, I could feel my ego crushed. And I've been crushed ever since I heard that, even through Alaska Lauren. I just, you know, we have a problem there. Okay, listen, 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 Simon, I never meant to offend you, and I know you didn't like my methodology of how I needed to kind of pass you along to a girlfriend of mine. So tell me, what would you have liked me to say, and what kind of date would you like to take somebody on in the future? Give me something spicy. So here's the thing. Uh, As a guy, I don't want to hear face-to-face any rejection. So... You know, so sure, I would, I'd rather you say, you know, sure, we'll, we'll, we'll get together again because that could be friendly. It doesn't have to be romantic. But the breaking the ego, once you say to somebody, I'm going to introduce you to my girlfriend. Oh, hey, I have a friend for you. The self-esteem, the physical self-esteem get hurts. And so I'd rather you would have said, uh, uh, you know, sure, Simon, we can, we, can, we can see each other again. Then later on, you would say, listen, you know, I'm not in the mood. I'm not in the spirit. I'm sorry. And then it's okay. The fact that you would say, you know, I have somebody else for you means I would almost think she doesn't like me physically. She's not attracted to me, which is true in that case. So now now let's reverse it, Vicky, for a second. Let's say I'm on a date with you. And let's say, which is totally impossible, I would not find you attractive. I would not tell you I have a friend of mine for you. I would just say, listen, let's definitely see each other again uh, soon. And then later on, I would give you a reason to not hurt your ego about this. Okay, and that's your preference, and you have the right to that. But you know what? I feel like, you know what? You want someone that's honest, and you don't want someone that's going to be dishonest. So I understand that, and I don't like to hurt people's feelings, and I don't want my feelings hurt. But you also have no time to waste. This is a beautiful life you're living, and you need to find the right person. I am not in a rush, Vicky. I, I can wait the next day for a little text or conversation. <laughs> that, that, that's just me. Stay with Vicky and I. We're going to talk more about first dates. This is Simon and Vicky on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky. We are talking about the first dates tonight. Simon, I am dying to know from your perspective, that male perspective, what mm-hmm. would make a first date fantastic for you? Something that's memorable and that you would take away and want to date the woman again for a second time? That's a great question, Vicky. If I look back in my memory and I remember the woman that was the first date that led to a long-term relationship, you know what happens during the first date? There is attraction and also relaxation. Everybody's at ease. And you know how you know this? Two things. When a woman comes on the first date with me, and she's not overly provocative, but her charming self at ease, then I'm at ease. Otherwise, she's fidgeting, and it's you know just not comfortable. The other huge sign that makes the first date memorable is the conversation. I'm not the only one asking questions. She's asking questions too. And that reciprocity of asking questions to each other, being interested in each other, and almost completing each other's sentences is the recipe for a great relationship. And you naturally don't want to end the date. You know, the lunch or the dinner happens to me only a few times in my life. Lasts forever, and it's on. And it's about this magic moment. This, 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 it is magic. Romance is magic. So that's what makes, you know, the few first dates I've had memorable, being natural in yourself. When we come back, Vicky, I want to ask and learn from you... What makes a first date memorable? You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky.
Welcome back to The Rendezvous. I'm Simon with Vicky tonight. Vicky, I just explained to you what makes a memorable first date for me. I want to know from you what makes a memorable first date. Wow. All right. Well, we loved your romance playbook and all the women should be taking notes for sure. Um, I think from a female perspective, it's I like to eat. I don't like these women that go out uh, to dinner and say, give me some lettuce and that's it. So I like uh, I would love a man to take me out to a beautiful restaurant, aesthetically pleasing and not be worried that I'm not going to eat because I'm going to take advantage of a great dinner because I'm a foodie. Um, so that's uh-huh. really important to me. Um, I also want to have fun. Uh, on a date, and I don't want a guy to be stiff. I don't want them to be boring. I don't want them to be um, unsure of themselves. I like uh-huh. people being nice to the staff. Uh, I like a positive, upbeat personality and smart, witty conversation. And fake is not in my DNA. I like real, real, real people who have been through rough times and come out on top and still have a positive outlook and and put on a happy face. So for me, if you're down to earth and you want to have a good time and you want to learn about me and I want to learn about you, then that to me makes sense on a date. And at least Uh whether we have chemistry or not, we didn't waste our time. We actually enjoyed each other's company. I like to learn from everybody and I walk away. And if I tell you I went on a date and you were thumbs down the worst, you know you have a problem. <laughs> I, I believe you. <laughs> from from the female perspective, to, to finish this, about dressing up for a first date, what's your recommendation? Yeah, I mean, listen, don't bring your prom suit. Don't bring your tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I mean, we don't want, like, go, don't go overboard. You're not going to the opera. I think something very smart, a nice, crisp shirt um, that's trendy. I'm all about people that love fashion. Lovely, beautiful shoes, depending on where you live. And, uh, um, you know, shoes. a nice pair of pants. But be clean. Don't come with spots and stains all over. I mean, I you know, I've seen people do that, and I just think to myself, oh, my God, if you if you have a messy outlook, um, physically, on your fabric, on your clothes, what does that say about who you are, you know, at home and in your personal life? So just definitely just have your, your um, items tailored and cleaned. This is great. Thank you so much, Vicky. By the way, always find out all the tips of this show and, and we put it on our webpage, therendezvousshow.com. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Vicky tonight and it's the end of the night for The Rendezvous. Um, of course, everything we talk about with Vicky is on our webpage. Uh, you can just go to the rendezvousshow.com and listen again or, or participate, vote, look at the tips. You know, we talked about first date tips. We talked about being confident, being yourself, being elegant, don't be vulgar. And Vicky insisted on that too. You know, don't wear your prom nights, tuxedo. And so I love that, Vicky. I thought that was so funny. Uh, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. All of it will be and he is living forever on the rendezvousshow.com. Now, what you don't know, because you're not in the studio with Vicky like me, but this perfume, this this what is this fabulous, great smell that you are wearing? Oh, thank you. It's my perfume, my hair perfume and body fragrance called Lavish by Vicky Ziegler. And you mm-hmm. should know that I created it in a lab um, because I'm not one to wash my hair every day. I have long hair and it's mm-hmm. hard to do it. And, um, you know, all my friends always complained about the same thing. And I did. there was no perfume out there for your hair that would damage it. Um, and I created it from scratch. It's uh, water-based and you could put it on your body and your hair and you're smelling good day or night all the time. I'm the living witness that this perfume you're wearing, Lavish by Vicky Sigler, is extraordinary. So, so don't hesitate to get it. Um, and, and, and I'll say this, you know, smell means a lot 
in, in, in our world of dating romance and staying together because the wrong smell can break you on a first date or I think anytime. It's a huge thing. So that, that is key. Smell good, feel good, and, and have a good night. Bonne nuit, Vicky. Good night. Bonne nuit. The Rendezvous.